Why can't you get horny when it's cold and snowy? Anna Tyree asked. Whit Pynchon, in bed beside her, nuzzled her bare breast with the side of his face. You know that old saying, some like it hot? I like it hot. She laughed. That was the name of a movie. Whatever. In truth, she hadn't minded his attention a bit, although it had been a surprise. As editor of the Millbrook Daily Journal, she always stayed at the newspaper until it was put to bed, which meant that the editorial work was done and the paper was ready to be printed. So she hadn't gotten to the house she shared with the special investigator for Raven County's prosecuting attorney until well after eleven. On most nights, she found wit in front of the television watching Ted Koppel's Nightline. On this night, he stood just inside the door, holding a glass of white wine for her. That had been one hour and two climaxes earlier. I mean it, Wit. I think it's romantic to cuddle up in front of a fireplace on a cold winter's night, feeling the heat from the fire on your naked skin. His hand caressed the soft swell just below her stomach. Then you're out of luck. We don't have a fireplace. We could get one, have one installed. I don't plan on staying here in Millbrook that much longer. She just smiled. That was Whit Pynchon's perpetual retrain, how he intended to retire from his job and move to the South Carolina coast. Earlier in their relationship, the prospect had worried her. She enjoyed being editor of the Daily Journal. As a woman in her early thirties, Anna knew she wasn't likely to find a job of equal responsibility in South Carolina or any place else. In recent months, Wit hadn't mentioned his desire to relocate quite so often. On those few occasions when he did, it was with a somewhat diminished passion. Anna liked to believe that she was at least partially responsible for the change. If anything dwarfed Wit Pynchon's obstinacy, it was his pride. She had concluded that he continued to mention his desire to relocate simply so he wouldn't have to admit that maybe, just maybe, things weren't so bad right here in Raven County. Even if we do move, she said, a fireplace would increase the value of this place. Wit eased his face away from her breast, but kept his hand on the gentle swell of her tummy. I'd scorch my ass if I made love in front of a fireplace. She elbowed him. That's better than grunting around in all this perspiration. Sweat is sexy. Besides, since you made me put in the air conditioning, there isn't all that much sweat. She rolled over to him, nestling the front of her body against his side. There was plenty of sweat tonight, she said. Not enough. I like it when it pools in your belly button. Yuck. Well, I do. I believe it, she said, smiling up at him. You know... Maybe we really should move to a warmer climate, if you'll promise to stay like this all the time. I'm getting too old to stay like this all the time. Besides, I'd have to get up once in a while to go to the john. You know what I mean, Wit. Okay, I'm ready to go tomorrow. She just shook her head and kept silent. Her finger toyed with the sparse strands of hair on his broad chest. They were mostly gray, just like those on his head, but he didn't look like an old man. In spite of the premature graying, he had a face that looked younger than his forty-two years. When she said nothing, he chuckled. I know you don't really want to go. You like being a big fish in a little pond. Anna jerked away from him. Whipped! What a terrible thing to say! He was smiling. It's true, isn't it? 
She reached over to turn on the lamp on the nightstand. In its glow, streaks of deep red highlighted her long auburn hair. I like being editor of the newspaper, she said. He rolled over to face her, the humor now absent from his eyes. Seriously, Anna, I'm fed up with the job, and I don't want to spend another winter here. Wit, it's the middle of August. There's no way we could sell the house and be out of here before winter, not the way real estate is moving around here. I might not sell the house. What? With Tressa going to the college here, she could keep living here. Tressa was Wit's daughter by a previous marriage, a relationship that had dissolved many years earlier. After the recent death of Wit's ex-wife, his daughter had moved in with Anna and Wit. You would leave Tressa here in Millbrook alone? She could come with us if she wants, but I don't think she wants to leave.